successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show on KMBZ 980 AM. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again this week here on the Grill Nation Show. I appreciate you listening as well today on iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well as at grillnationshow.com. Really exciting show today. I uh, hope you've enjoyed our last few shows as we enter the uh, end of the year and uh, look forward to a great 2018. I want to thank our uh, title sponsors of the show before we get into our guests on today's show. Our supporters of the show, the title sponsors are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors. Some of the uh, guest hosting contributors to the Grill Nation show are the Rieger and Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe. One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander. On today's show, we will be joined by one of our great title sponsors, MoBank BOK Financial. We will have on Jeff Phillips, who is the Senior Vice President at MoBank. Welcome to the show, Jeff. We'll bring hey. you in now and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit about what you've been up to. But first, I want to talk about our exciting guest today. Um, Jeff has uh, will be uh, bringing in today Matthew Huft, who is the co-founder and president of Huft. The website is H-U-F-F-T dot com. Uh, really cool company doing great architectural work, design work, and creative work, both in Kansas City and throughout the uh, the world in the United States. And a uh, really cool guy. I'm very excited to meet him. Yeah, uh, Matthew is uh, too humble to brag on himself, but Kansas City should be really proud that Huft uh, calls Kansas City home because they are well known throughout the country um, as being the best of the best, and so I'm I'm anxious for everyone to uh, get exposed a little bit more to them. So you guys know each other through the bank, right? Right. When yeah. You're building a lot of things, you need loans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we uh, you know you just kind of start uh, rubbing shoulders in some of those same circles whenever uh, entrepreneurs are leaning on each other for advice on where to go and and mm-hmm. what to do, and I think that's. Uh, kind of how we got to know each other, and then we've had a chance to work on a, a lot of stuff together. Um, it's been really fun. They're a, they're a good group. So we're going to talk about kind of their growth. Um, I hope to get to talk about some of the entrepreneurship stuff, but we might run out of time, But because there's so many projects that they've worked on. Um, Matthew, you know, he, he I believe he was based in New York, and we'll get into that, and then moved back here to Kansas City. Him and his wife are uh, own the business together, co-founded it together. And That's she, right. So that's pretty interesting. We'll talk about that, yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, but he, uh, he redeveloped kind of the Ro- uh, Roanoke area a little bit with his, bi- his office. And there's a great park down there, I understand, mm-hmm. which yeah. we'll get into on yeah. the show today. Uh, but also too, has worked on some really cool projects with, with Baldwin, with rethinking kind of the retail and, and, and cutting costs in that market, as well as at, uh, he's also going to be working on the Hotel C or 21C project in the old Savoy grill space. So really cool stuff that he's been working on. He has a uh, he has a great portfolio of projects, and there are uh, there are kind of some similarities in his design that once you start 
uh, taking notice of some of his projects, you start driving by things and saying, oh, I bet that was something that they had a hand in. You started to notice that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to have to really pay more attention after we get to meet him. But um, in addition, you know, he's he's expanding, right? We'll get into that on the show. He's, he's working in uh, northwest Arkansas now, in Bentonville, on a host of different projects, including a... Um, a private airport, a um, and some other things down there, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think they follow a path not unlike a lot of other businesses where you kind of go where your clients go. I think we've had that conversation oh, yes. with with uh, business owners in the past that they find themselves in an area uh, not by accident. I mean, they were strategic about doing it, but they didn't start off one morning saying, "Hey, I would like to go to this location and start hunting for some business." A customer took them there, and then it just kind of expanded from there. Mm-hmm. So Huff uh, has been in existence now for about 12 years, so it's a pretty young company. Yeah, um, it's, I think uh, it's expanding. They have about 60 employees now. They they have done really well. It's funny, uh, the first building that when I got to know them uh, was down in uh, Westport, and it was one that you had to duck whenever you went to his office because there was this huge beam that was about five feet tall. And Matthew's a pretty good-sized guy, too. And so uh, they made that space work as best as they could. But you look at where they are today from where they started, and uh, they should be really proud of their success. And that uh, they've been recognized by uh, Architecture Magazine as a top 50 design firm. We mentioned that not only do they do work here locally, they're also doing work on the coast, uh, L.A., New York, all over the place. You know, sometimes I, the Baldwin Company yeah. in, in Dallas, New York City. Yeah. They are, Matthew and Jesse are well respected in town, but I think sometimes we as Kansas Cityans are guilty of having folks that call Kansas City home that are more well known and more respected outside of Kansas City than they are uh, here. You know, uh, leaders in business, leaders in uh, specific industries. And I think that's the case with Matthew and Jesse. They have such a great reputation. And nat- nationally, and uh, they are really sought after. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. And again, we'll have Matthew Huff, who is the uh, president and co-founder of Huff, a great company here based in Kansas City. Uh, they do a lot of all kinds of different things. They've been recognized by magazines such as the Architectural Record, Esquire, Interior Design, Architecture Magazine, and won multiple national, international awards. So we're very happy to have Matthew Huff joining us today on the show. The website again is Huff.com, H-U-F-F-T dot com. Check it out. It's a very cool website. They also have worked recently on the Carvino uh, restaurant as well as many other homes throughout the area and uh, residences and real estate operations. So very cool. We're excited to have him on the show today. Jeff um, Phillips from MoBank again is joining me. Jeff, tell me about kind of some of the stuff you've been working on. It's end of the year. Going into 2018, what are you excited about right now at uh, at MoBank? Yeah, well, we are uh, we we um, you know we kind of consider 2017 to be a it was a challenging year, but uh, has been a good year. You know, we uh, completed our um, uh, merger uh, with uh, Bank of Oklahoma uh-huh. and uh, did our conversions for our systems and all that earlier this year, and so. Uh, I wouldn't lie to you and tell you that that didn't go off without a hitch. You know, there's, I got a, a few letters. It's I'm amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, how you can tell a computer what to do, and then sometimes it does it, and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, you know, I feel like for the most part, uh, we're no longer having to be reactive on uh, kind of fixing some of those things, but can be back to being proactive. And the one thing that I am encouraged by constantly is the fact that we have. 
<clears throat> and, and this is not to brag on the bank, but but to brag on our customers. We have this amazing uh, group of believers in the in uh, entrepreneurial community here, and they really want to help each other uh, succeed. And so that that uh, is just um, really intoxicating to be around. And there are a lot of people doing uh, cool stuff. They're starting uh, new businesses. They're expanding uh, their current business. Uh, buying new buildings and moving into it, maybe even spinning off, having a successful core business, but spinning off what started as a little sideline into its own separate business. So there is a lot of uh, really exciting activity going on in town. It's fun to be a part of. Very cool. Jeff Phillips from MoBank, Senior Vice President, is joining me today. We will have on the show Matthew Huft, who's the co-founder and president of Huff, the website is huffft.com, a worldwide renowned uh, architecture design firm uh, doing some really innovative builds uh, throughout many different sectors and verticals throughout the United States and the Kansas City area. Thanks for joining us today on Grill Nation. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again today on 980 AM KMBZ. And I appreciate you all listening today via the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, as well as at grillnationshow.com. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I want to thank our partner and supporter of the Grill Nation Show, one of our title sponsors, Mobake BOK Financial, again, for uh, coming in today and helping us with this show. Uh, joining me today, again, is Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President at MoBank. Uh, and uh, he's a great guy and has been on the show a handful of times. And, and welcome back to the show today, Jeff. I'm excited to have you uh, joining me again today. Thanks. Glad to be here. It's great to have you. And every time you come in, you bring an awesome uh, a guest for us to learn more about. And today we have Matthew Huft, who's the co-founder and president of Huft. The website is huffft.com. Uh, welcome to the show, Matthew. Uh, how are you today? Great. Thanks so much for having me. Great to have you. I'm, I'm going to let Jeff do the uh, the introduction here of what, what your company does, and, and then we'll learn more about your background and how you got to where you are today. But I'm really interested today to talk about kind of your entrepreneurial journey and then some of the awesome projects that you've worked on here in uh in the Kansas City area, but also on a national level. So that's what we're going to focus on today. Why don't you lead us off here, Jeff? Yeah, well, I'm excited for everyone to uh, hear a little bit from Matthew today. Um, I got to know Matthew and his wife, Jesse, who both founded Huft uh, maybe maybe six years or so ago. Actually, uh, I heard him first on the radio. So, <laughs> so he's a pro. Yeah, here so we are. we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. circle. Um, and uh, I got to know them, and they have become good friends. Um, and we also work together uh, through the bank. But they do some amazing stuff. Uh, they, they are really into uh, design and how that impacts how we uh, fill and use spaces. But they have taken that beyond just, uh, drawings and they, um, I think we'll go into it uh, some today. But they have done fabrication and they also have done some construction. And uh, we've got to work together on a few projects for both themselves and that they've done for other people. And uh, that's really just expanded not uh, out of Kansas City to a, a national presence that they now have. So I'm excited to to 
to talk about some of that today. So, so Matthew, you, uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly what Huff does. You, you are you an architectural firm, or you you design, or what? How does that work? Yeah, um, it's sometimes kind of hard to understand because we. Well, do I've heard so your name before, things. so that means you're you're obviously doing a good job, right? I've seen your signs. <laughs> I, I I know you're working on a lot of things, but yeah, tell us exactly kind of if you're a a person listening today. Uh, currently what, what they can expect if they hire you all to help them. Yeah, so we're fairly unique, not just in the region, but I think in the country and the, the breadth of services that we offer. Um, we're really a design firm at, mm-hmm. at its core, um, but we also do fabrication and construction. Um, and we also create things, not just spaces, but we, what we call objects, which includes mm-hmm. furniture and casework and retail fixtures and that sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, because I've seen you guys uh, – you know, if you get on Instagram or you get on the internet, you always see people talking about you all and, uh, realtors or real estate folks have talked about you guys mm-hmm. to, uh, retail, um, entrepreneurs yeah. to, um, you know, bigger projects. So it's pretty cool. You guys do a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about your background. So you grew up in Kansas City? No, I actually grew up in Springfield, Missouri. Springfield. Okay. Yeah. What high school? Uh, I went to Glendo High School. Okay. So there's like two or three high schools in Springfield, and if you've gone to school at like uh, at Mizzou, I went to law school at Mizzou. Like you, you inevitably, or in St. Louis, you inevitably meet people that are from Springfield. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of them went to Glendale. Yep, that's yep. kind of the the popular high school. It sounds yep. like. Yeah. So you, so most people I know from Springfield usually do pretty well too. Jeff, when they come to Kansas City, they've all. Yeah. Done well, well, I I know too, and they're both uber successful. So that's great. <laughs> There's a lot of creative people down there. Um, so you came. So how'd you come to Kansas City then? So uh, our story is kind of an interesting one. We actually um, started out in New York. Okay. Uh, I went to grad school in Columbia, in New York, and started the firm there, um, and was doing quite a bit of work. Um, was um, so just hung up a shingle in New York. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, what allowed me to do that was uh, one significant project. I was mm. commissioned to do a house when I was about 22, 23 years old. And, um, mm. you know, as a young architect, you really don't know a lot. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a profession that just takes a lot of experience. And so the way I learned how to do it was collaborating with others. I had a really good contractor that I worked with and then subsequently worked with his tradesman, his, you know, cabinet maker and the mm-hmm. steel guy and that sort of thing. And by collaborating closely – um, with those guys, I learned I could learn a lot from mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. so um, we anyway, the, the, the company kind of took off in New York. Things were good. Um, my wife and I actually met at KU. Mm-hmm. Um, my father's from Kansas City. So we have roots in the Kansas City area in that regard. And so um, even though things were going well in New York, we viewed Kansas City as kind of a, a, a really kind of a wild frontier uh, that we could kind of pioneer in a way mm-hmm. from a modern design sense. So about 12 years ago, we moved back here. How long were you in New York? Five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you were you were there for a long amount of time yeah. to actually start building this. Yeah. Yeah. Were so you, were you doing any projects? So were they all based in that area when you were uh, over there? You, you know, it was it, we were doing a lot in the city, um, and we were doing a few things out on Long Island. Um, but uh, I was actually told by a mentor that uh, I should really start a business where my network was, which is where I typically or where someone would typically be, you know, born and raised. Now, I didn't like that answer because I wanted to kind of keep the practice on the coast. Um, but it turned out he was right. Um, even though we were doing a lot of good work on the coast, we were getting bigger and better opportunities back in this area. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we decided to kind of uh, pull up shop and reset it up here in Kansas City. Jeff, I like how you, uh, how Matthew told us how he started. You know, I kind of did the same thing in one of my businesses. 
you know, keeping it pretty lean. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you worked in a collaborative way. You know, you maybe didn't have the back end support to do a lot of those things, but you, you said you contracted it out and, uh, we're kind of more of the consultant behind the project yeah. and, the, and the leader. So exactly. that probably was smart to do in New York too with expenses and whatnot up there. Yeah. And when you moved back here, was your first office in that Westport building? No, actually. So my, so my, I, I co-founded the company with my wife, Jesse, which uh, is a whole nother story, right? Yeah. Running a business with your wife. Yeah. Um, some people think it's pretty normal. Some people think it's tough. So, I mean, you've obviously had a good experience. So. We've had a great experience. <laughs> it's been great. Um, it really has been nothing but awesome. And, and <laughs> we get asked this all the time, like how we do it. Yeah. And really it's the reason it's been successful is we have a pretty black, bold black line between what she does and what I do. She's got a, she majored in business and really has a focus on marketing. And I focus more on the creative design. Mm-hmm. So, um, we don't really interact a lot. <laughs> those weekly meetings is about all it takes so. that's pretty funny yeah that's pretty funny so you so was she how did she react to wanting to move was that kind of a joint decision that it was a joint decision was a deal? yeah we 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 saw the opportunity and it's mm-hmm. really been the best thing ever we when we came back we had one person in new york and and maintained that office for about a year um this was right around the recession so when things started to kind of fall apart uh, we ended up closing that office um, we started in the basement of our house. We in Prairie Village mm-hmm. and, um, and worked there until the city sent us a letter and said we couldn't uh, operate a business out of our house <laughs> any longer. And we had about three employees at that point in time. And, um, and then we moved to Westport into an old, um, stable, um, old industrial building that was, mm-hmm. was great for us for a while. And about three years ago, just moved out of that building. And so we've grown from just my wife and I in our basement to, uh, over we're almost 60 people, I think, right 60 now. 60 people, yeah. wow. So. Yeah, not only do they live in the Roanoke area, but that's where they uh, invested a lot of time and energy. But they also bought a building there that was the old um, uh, Wolfermans. Wolfermans, thank yeah. you. Uh, and um, they did. They had a vision walking through that thing. I remember walking through it and thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be huge!" And they turned that into a spectacular uh, building that that entire neighborhood can be proud of. That has houses both their business, some other businesses, and uh, has some residential components to it that uh, Matthew and Jesse designed and uh, own and run. So you guys, tell us more about the Roanoke area for those listeners that don't know where that is. So uh, Roanoke. Um, I know the street. Yeah, the, probably the best intersection to think about there is 39th Street and Southwest Traffic Way. Okay. Uh, a lot of people that have lived in Kansas City their entire lives have no idea this neighborhood exists, and, and, and specifically the park behind it. Um, it's kind of tucked away, but... Um, so after we started working in Westport, um, we found this neighborhood. And the reason we found it is there's a Frank Lloyd Wright house in the neighborhood, Thomas Hart Benton's Art Studios there. It's a really beautiful old neighborhood um, with real authentic. Um, they're very traditional but beautiful homes. And so um, we ended up finding an empty lot there. And, and it's an historic neighborhood on landmarks. But um, we were one of the first to build in the neighborhood in like 50 years. And we got to build a home. We call it our show house, which is kind of our showroom, but it's a house we live in. So I need to drive by there and check it out, huh? You do. And Jeff? Absolutely. So, again, 39th Street and uh, Southwest Traffic Way. Yeah. If I go to the right, I have, from the north, I have a bunch of restaurants on 39th Street, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are the left. Yeah, so okay. if you know where Q39 is on, yes. on 39th Street, yes. it's be just north of that. Okay. Would be the, the Roanoke, Roanoke neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood, yeah. And it's a fairly small neighborhood. I think there's only like maybe 80 homes. I have been in there. I yeah. have been in there many times, actually, now that I think about it. Right off the road there. I'm, I'm picturing the sign in my head right now. Yeah. Uh, cool little neighborhood. It's great. 
Super tight. I didn't know there was a park back there. Super though. tight yeah. uh, residence, wouldn't yeah. you say? Oh, very tight. Yeah, yeah, and which is awesome. And kind of surprised us. We didn't really realize how much of a neighborhood it would actually be, and it's been just amazing. Um, really, I've um, made great friends there, and um, it's been a great place to So you guys day. live there. It's uh, where the show house is, and then where's the office again? You can't you can't so, work out of your home anymore. <laughs> well, maybe in Missouri you can't. Now you're in Missouri. So. Yeah. So, so basically. Just pay this, your 1% earning tax. You'll be fine. So we got into the neighborhood. We were still in Westport, but the park that's just north of the neighborhood, uh, it's called Roanoke Park. It's about a 35-acre park. Beautiful park. Um, it's kind of down in a valley. Bluffs all the way around it. Um, I just fell in love with it. But what was even uh, more inspiring was the neighborhood had kind of a grassroots effort, and they were meeting on every weekend, and they were kind of cleaning the park up. They would just volunteer 100%. And they started a nonprofit called the Roanoke Park Conservancy, and I started watching this happen, and I was really amazed by the community effort. Um, at the same time, our, our business was growing. And as I kind of hung out in the park with my kids and my dogs, the base of the park was two industrial buildings, one specifically that was abandoned, had been abandoned for 10 years. So there were trees growing out of the inside of it. Mm. And I kept thinking to myself, this is, there's got to be a way that right. I can get into this thing. We'll hold that for after the break. Let's continue on that. We're talking to Matthew Huff of Huffed. The website is H-U-F-F-T dot com. Also with Jeff Phillips from MoBank today on Drill Nation. We'll be right back. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Don't give Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us uh, via the radio at 980 AM KMBZ or online at grillnationshow.com. Appreciate you also connecting with us via podcast today if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. We're uh, with our great show partner today and title sponsor of, of Grill Nation, MoBank, BOK Financial. And today we have Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President at MoBank, joining me as a guest co-host today. And we are talking to Matthew Huft of Huft. The website is huffft.com. Great company here in Kansas City. They do a lot of uh, creative concepting, design, architectural work here in the area and throughout the region. Uh, Matthew, you were telling us a story about uh, Roanoke Park and the kind of the the inspiration behind uh, where you all are located now after you came back from New York City and had a few stints at um, a home office and one in Westport. You ended up in Roanoke Park. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so... Um the building uh, was something we had our eye on for quite some time, and, and really for about a year and a half. Um, toured it, thought about how to buy it, um, and no one really wanted it because it was a big building with really not great truck access and just mm. kind of odd. I thought it was awesome yeah. because all those reasons. And it was the base of his park. It was surrounded by trees. Um, the beautiful shell inside, um, an old kind of uh, steel frame. So... Um, the biggest problem was it was sixty thousand feet. It's a huge building. We wow. were in, but we were in a, we were in fifteen thousand in Westport, so that's still a huge jump. Um, and Jeff mentioned this a little bit. The way we kind of figured out how to make it work was by kind of pushing our business into uh, forty thousand, which we really thought we could use, and then twenty thousand we kind of partitioned off and, and made into loft apartments that are on the market. Oh, really? For, for lease? Yeah. So that's kind of how it performed out um, and allowed us to to get in there. And it's really been we've been there. Um, like almost exactly three years. I think actually we moved in uh, three years ago, like December 18th, something like that. So there's so, residents in there too. Yeah, we've got 14 loft apartments. Um, two of them are on, on Airbnb, and, and 12 of them are uh, yearly leases. 
That's cool. I've, it, never, I've never heard of that. I've it, never it heard is of someone awesome. doing that. I mean, when you are sitting in there in one of those uh, units and you look out your window, all you see are trees. I mean, you do not think that you're in the middle of Kansas City. And not that not to oversell it, but Matthew and Jesse's investment in that area really started uh, propagating a lot of investment along Roanoke up to, what would that be, like 31st Street, mm-hmm. uh, where it kind of butts in the Southwest Boulevard. All the way to the boulevard, the really. Up, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are, uh, we've been lucky enough to be involved in, I think, six companies buying buildings along that corridor and investing in there. And it is really cool to drive down that street right now and see all the activity and business that's going on. Well, that's Roanoke. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll have to go down there, Jeff. Yeah. Let's do I'm, it. I'm going to get a tour of the uh, of the building and see these apartments. Love to show you. <laughs> Check it out. Maybe I might need to send someone that uh, is visiting there, Airbnb it yep. one of these days. Um, very cool. I look forward to seeing that. Um, let's talk about some of your projects you've worked on. Uh, you mentioned uh, you've done some work with Baldwin and trying to rethink retail. Tell us about that work. I think yeah. that's pretty interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So, um uh, Matt and Emily Baldwin are dear friends of ours and have been for some time. Did you know them in New York or did you meet them here? Or how that you know, happen? actually, I went to high school with Emily Baldwin in okay. Springfield. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So Matt's forgot from, everyone's from Springfield. Yeah. It all starts there. Glenda. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, I got to know Matt, uh, quite some time ago, uh, when they got married and, and, uh, started working with Matt, helping him design his spaces, um, I don't know, seven or eight years ago and have done all of his, uh, spaces since. Um, a real uh, interesting thing that we're doing on working on right now is um, it, it's kind of a, a new take on tenant infill retail projects where uh, we're prefabricating his his store in our shop here in Kansas City, and everything gets put into a container uh, and shipped via FedEx hmm. to uh, the locations. He's currently expanding. We just opened uh, New York, L.A., and Dallas, and he's got two or three more that I think he's getting ready to announce. Um, and it's really cool because we've gone from you know, a cost of X to do a typical tenant infill, which is very expensive and um, takes a lot of time. And there's a lot of commitment on both the landlord and uh, the retailer side mm. to taking that cost to like 0.25 X, maybe 25% or less the cost of what it was just by rethinking the model. And so this prefabricated thing really cuts down costs and also expedites it. So he can set up a store in like a day or two mm. versus, you know, three or four months to build something out. So it's been pretty cool and very exciting and very successful for him. And we're excited to kind of unroll. More that's pretty cool yeah yeah i was wondering because i kept seeing they're opening new locations now i know why yeah bigger markets and uh easier to maybe build these places yeah i mean it's everything in our world right now which i think a lot of it centers around design and kind of an approach but retail specifically as we all know it's just changing so drastically with amazon and everything else that retailers have to get really clever mm-hmm. with how they're displaying their clothes and how much they can commit to, uh, you know, bricks and mortar. And it's, it's, it's much more about the experience mm-hmm. uh, and being able to kind of rapidly transform that than it is about, you know, these expensive build-outs. So it's been neat. Yeah, it is. That's going to continue to change, too. So you yeah. got to continue to be yeah, innovative. For sure. Um, which is interesting, you know, because I always see a lot of these local stores opening up places, brick and mortars, and I have also own a company that does retail and wholesale. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's hard. It's a hard decision because, you know, the retail market is declining, I guess, the, the brick and mortar stores, but then the e-commerce is becoming so saturated mm-hmm. with so much competition. It's, you got to really find your niche. And, uh, we've kind of at SOC 101 have kind of evolved many times. Mm-hmm. So corporate mm-hmm. custom is kind of our niche now, which has been huge for us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see you kind of evolve on the Baldwin, um, pop up kind of 
the whole you know model of trying to get those stores built because uh, they've always had really good design. Kudos so, to you. Thank you. So obviously, I mean, you have experience uh, on the residential side and then mm-hmm. on the commercial side too. Do those are is that an easy transition or is that take a completely different mindset. You know, it is. And um, kind of like everything we've done, there wasn't been a master plan that kind of said we we're going to do these things and they're going to merge and kind of relate to each other. It's just kind of how it's uh, naturally evolved. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we uh, call it as lifestyle design. So really, you know, if you really think or look at our, our, our body of work and what we're focused on, it has to do with people's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that's everything from their house to the hotel they're staying in to where they're shopping, mm-hmm. maybe even where they're working. But it kind of has to do with their day in and day out life. And it does. It really all relates now. You know, it's this, everything is so blurred. So it's, you know, it, it's not hard to actually shift the mindset from working on a master suite to working on a retail concept. Mm. They, they relate. Mm. I mentioned that Matthew Huff, uh, his company was recognized as a top 50 design firm by Architect Magazine. That's pretty cool. Thanks. Very that's good honor. honor. Yeah, that's really neat. You guys are doing some work with the, the, the former Savoy Grill. Tell us about that into the changeover to the 21C Hotel. So I know that's been, uh, you know, obviously been in the works for a while, and Savoy was obviously a uh, pretty historic place. Yeah. Uh, tell us about kind of how that's that's moving forward. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Um, I'm not really sure of the opening date. It's it's we're close, months away. Um, oh, really? It, Great. Yeah. And um, but uh, obviously an iconic place for Kansas City, the old Savoy Grill, um, uh, the amazing steakhouse, uh, which I went to a few times before we did this project. It's got the leather top grill, which. It's just amazing, but anyway, uh, we were we were um, really excited to win um, the executive architect role for that project. We're working with another architect out of New York named Deborah Burt Partners, but we're the uh, boots on the ground architect here in Kansas City, helped to transform that into uh, a boutique hotel. Twenty One C is a really cool concept started in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, they call it a museum hotel because it's not just a hotel; it's also a museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a a full curatorial staff that rotates the art through all their uh, uh, hotels. And they have a, uh, a fairly large area, and we're going to have one here dedicated to the art, which will be curated and rotate several times a year. It's pretty cool. I've been to the one in Louisville with the mayor, actually, uh, and he was bragging on it. This is about five years ago when it was pretty new concept, or maybe even more than that. Uh, and you walk through there, and it, it, you're in, you basically like feel like you're at the Nelson, you know? And then you, you see a, a check-in desk, and, yeah. you know, the rooms are really modern and cool. And, yeah. There's a really cool bar in there, I remember. Uh, so it's we'll have kind of the similar things here in Kansas City, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. I know, Jeff, uh, that's an area, too, I think, that's starting to develop in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Kind of that area over by the Phoenix and um, where, where the 21C will be. Yeah, there's a lot of There's more lofts there. going in, more apartments going in and whatnot. Potentially mm-hmm. a feature home to a downtown baseball stadium. Who, who knows? Um, <laughs> so, okay, so you got that going on. Uh, talk to us about Northwest Arkansas. You've expanded and done some things down there, including hiring more people or partnering up with more uh, principals, right? Yeah. So um, something that happened about you know, uh, 12, 18 months ago is we took a, a kind of a, a, a long, hard look at our business model and how we wanted to structure the company mm-hmm. and determined that, that we, like many companies, our biggest asset is our people. And so we really wanted to invest in that human capital. So um, over the last 12 months, um, we've been really excited to promote uh, seven principals in the company. So now it's my wife and I and seven others. There's nine of us in the leadership roles. Mm. Um, and they all have specific focuses in, in the company. Um, uh, one of those principals um, moved uh, to Northwest Arkansas to kind of help us uh, build an office there. So we now have got an office and a full staff down there. 
um, and have done um, a master plan project for downtown Bentonville. Um, and one project specifically in that master plan was an old Tyson chicken plant mm-hmm. that we converted into a culinary center and a brewery and a few other things. And uh, we're working on a club down there, and then we're working on a private airport So and a few other things. So we're pretty excited about that region. There's just amazing things going on there, uh, lots of development, and um, it's been fun to kind of learn how to open a second office. Interesting. Jeff, yeah. you've been down there? I have. I love that Love that area. We're, uh, we're outdoorsy type folks. We love going down there to hike and uh, camp and all that. But the areas that Matthew has uh, talked about, that that's one of those hidden treasures that I don't think a lot of people uh, realize is there. But that makes a great day trip. Uh, Benville. Not, not, not drive down and drive back, but to go down there for like a, a weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's a great area. It's awesome. That's one of the reasons we decided to be there. Just like Jeff said, it's just miraculously beautiful. People don't realize it's three hours from Kansas City, door to door. And it's the Ozark Mountains and, and Beaver Lake. And just the region is just awesome. It's a good a weekend trip, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when's the best time of year to go down there? You, yeah, want to you can really go stuff. all year long, but of course, the fall, I think the fall down there rivals, you know, Maine and the Northeast, Vermont. Like the, the leaves are just stunning and okay. just awesome trails and great camping sites. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And you know, you got Springfield somewhere close by, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're with Matthew Huff today, co-founder and president of Huff. And also joining me today is Jeff Phillips from MoBank. We'll be right back after the break. Final segment of the show. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM KMBZ and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well as at grillnationshow.com. You can connect with me on any form of social media. Just search for the show's name or my name at Jason Grill. Been a great show today. I'm really excited to have back Jeff Phillips from MoBank and Matthew Huff, who's the co-founder and president of Huffed. The website is huft.com. It's a really cool um, design builds, integrations, uh, really cool uh, architectural work, creative work, and prefab, uh, different types of things in that area. Uh, Matthew, uh, you talked about kind of the growth of the company. You guys are now working in, you mentioned, you know, different types of real estate. You talked about an airport. You talked about retail. You talked about a hotel. You talked about uh, people's homes. I mean, you guys have really grown this business and, and continue to grow it in all different areas because it really can touch about any kind of project, right? Right. And that's been kind of your key to kind of expanding and growing your, your employee base. It has been, yeah. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, so talk to us about kind of the future. Where do you see this company going? Um, you guys committed to stay here in Kansas City for the for time sure. being? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you, are you, are you in a sweet spot with employees and team members? Or are you wanting to continue to grow that? No, I think we want to grow it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as I mentioned, you know, we've uh, recently promoted uh, seven other principals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, um, have redone our mission statement, and uh, really the gist of it is is what we're trying to focus on is creating a meaningful body of work, uh, both in architecture and kind of the fabrication, furniture, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and how you define that uh, is really kind of up to you, um, what's meaningful. Um, but it just means to us that it's important, that it's making a statement, it's trying to be innovative. It doesn't mean that it has to be super expensive. Um, it just means that there's kind of a heart and soul behind it. And so... Um, with that and with the promotion of seven other principles, we really do hope to grow. Um, we're not really sure if we'll go into other markets or not. We're, we're currently working from coast to coast from Kansas City, so we may not need to do that. Um, but uh, that's definitely our ambition is growth. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, the bank's been supportive, MoBank, yeah, throughout they, the years. They've been awesome. Yeah, very entrepreneurial bank, right, Jeff? Well, we try to be. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's intoxicating to be around people like uh, Matthew and Jesse, though, because they not only are they just really gifted at what they do, but um, they have taken on that role of leading a uh, business. And um, sometimes, you know, the the founder of a company can be the limiting factor of that company because they just <laughs> won't let go. And uh, they have been very thoughtful about um, the legacy that Huft will will have and uh, that they don't want to be the limiting factor on that. So they have really surrounded themselves with really talented folks. Um, they focus a lot, I think, outside looking in on how people feel about uh, working at Huft and that they feel valued and they feel important. Um, and the, the way they've set up their space uh, allows kind of the folks designing uh, the things and the folks making the things they can see each other and uh, I think that's important and and uh, they're just they're just doing a really good job of uh, being intentional about what happens with the business mm-hmm. Kansas City what do you what do you think right now you've been here now for since the recession it sounds like since the the econ- the economy tanked and home prices went down what what are your thoughts right now on, on what's going on here in the city and the, and the future potential as you know, far as what you do and as far as the market? I think um, we got a bright future. I think um, it, things are great right now, and I think it's going to be that way for a while. Um, I would predict on the coast and larger markets we might see development slow down, but I don't think Kansas City is going to slow down at all. I think that you know it's kind of ripe for there's culture here. The real estate pricing is correct. Um, there's enough real estate demand. Um, an interest in doing kind of innovative, interesting things that uh, we've got a really bright future out of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I work in a lot of development projects. Jeff knows this, and go to a lot of city hall hearings and deal with a lot of zoning laws and change. How does that How does that affect you with the change aspects? Because I know a lot of your work is. Uh, I mean, you've done a lot of different things, but I'm looking at some of the homes you've done, and they're they're more of a modern feel. Is that is that evolving in Kansas City to where? Where you grew up at, or not where you grew up at, where you still live in Prairie Village, I'm seeing more modern homes, more modern homes in Roanoke. Is that is that a trend that we're seeing? Is that is the city kind of embracing that, or is that tough? Um, it depends okay. quite a bit. <laughs> uh, I will I will tell you this. You know, when we moved back to Kansas City um, uh, 11 years ago, uh, a modern home was a bit of an alien, you know, and there was a lot of people that raised an eyebrow and kind of thought of it as kind of you know, evil or wrong or not fitting in. Um, and that has changed a lot. There's definitely a group, you know, I call them the millennials that are aging and they don't want what mom and dad had. Mm-hmm. They don't want the traditional whatever. Um, and so I think, um, it's changing quite a bit. And then you also have, you know, publications like Dwell Magazine that are everywhere now and Ikea, it's bringing modern design. It's really becoming almost ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good and bad. Um, but I think from just like, um, uh, uh, here to stay, uh, style that's going to be uh, you're going to see more of. I think it's you're going to see more of it. So mm-hmm. I think so too. Um, more people are embracing it. If you go to you know Los Angeles, or you go to a, a, a city out on the West Coast, you see a lot of different type styles of houses. Yeah, in different neighborhoods. You know, I think that's pretty cool. I think most people enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want just brown houses or green houses that are look exactly the same like yeah. they do in the, some of the suburbs around here, but. Yeah. I hope that trend continues because I enjoy architecture. I enjoy people each kind of having their own spin on their house and what yeah. they believe in. Yeah, I think it will. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a lot like anything else. Like, if you can see it well done, I think it changes your perception of it. Mm-hmm. Seeing a poor version of anything makes you think that you wouldn't like it. That's ever. exactly right. Yeah, well said. I, I think, actually, what, what we're going to see is, is people just, it's why in our mission statement we talk about you know, creating work that has meaning. I think it's going to end up kind of in, going there. Mm. It's not just whether it's it's a modern or a colonial. It's like, what's the story behind it? Is it, mm-hmm. is it authentic? You know, it's not fake. Like, those sort of things. It's more about that, the story than it is necessarily about the style. Mm. And Matthew, you've also touched some restaurants here locally. Corvino's, tell us yeah. about that experience because that's a brand new building. Yeah. Uh, going into a new build versus going into an old yeah. Roanoke industrial <laughs> building. What's the differences oh, there? And well, how do you deal with that? Going into an old building is always challenging. There's always kind of a, the whole abyss of unknowns that you have to deal with. But the Corvino uh, project was awesome. We worked with uh, Chef Michael Corvino and his wife, Christina, to create the Supper Club Um Really excited about the uh, the concept. Uh, if you haven't been there, I highly recommend you check it out. The food is outstanding, and it's it's really about the experience as much as it is uh, the dining as well. Um, you enter kind of through what you know is kind of a backstage, um, and there's a stage front and center um, that there's always live jazz being played at every night of the week. Um, there's the main restaurant, um, which has kind of a, a regular menu you can order small plates from, and then there's also what they call the tasting room where you chef. Uh, Michael Corvino does that kind of special pairing menu. So it's it's a pretty awesome deal. It really is. Uh, we've had him on the show right when they were opening, and it's interesting. It seems like he's been fairly successful. He's been named top restaurant by Thrillist, best new restaurant. Um, seems to me he's doing pretty good. Yeah, um, he's getting a lot of exposure as well in the press. Um, so we forgot to mention you work on restaurants too. You pretty much <laughs> can build anything, <laughs> design and build anything, right? Yep. yep. Man. Uh, that's pretty cool. If you own a house, you own a restaurant, you're an entrepreneur, you know, just just call uh, Matthew up and everybody's a prospect. Might as well just might as well, might as well be on a retainer there, right? That's Start right. saving some money and just put on a retainer. You know, what's funny is actually we do have a lot of clients that we kind of have done those sort of things for. We've right. done their house and we've done their office or that sort of thing. So it's pretty neat. That is pretty cool. Uh, well, congratulations on all your success, Matthew. Uh, it's been great having you on the show. Uh, we'll keep very keep close an eye on some of these projects you have, some of the ones in Bentonville, as well as the uh, 21C will be interesting to see. I look forward to, to checking that place out when it opens here, hopefully uh, hopefully in the near future, right? Yep. Uh, congrats on all your success, and I definitely want to check out the uh, Roanoke area. See the office, the lofts, and check it out. And Jeff, Jeff raved about it. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing it. Jeff, thanks you, thank you for uh, for setting this interview up today. And obviously, uh, Mo Bank does a lot of great work here in the area with some great entrepreneurs like Matthew. And congrats, and continue that on. And uh, appreciate all your help here today. Yeah, it's, been a, it's great. Been a great show today, guys. Thanks for joining us again on the Grill Nation Show on nine eighty AM KMBZ. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.